Do we know if I sounded good holding this? Um, well, we're on, so oh. it doesn't matter. Well, here we go. Here we are. All right, well, um, let's just jump right in, I guess. All right. This is the Split Perspectives podcast. Welcome to it. Welcome. We're glad to have you here. We are glad to have you. This is a safe space where you will not be made fun of for any reason ever. Today we're making fun of somebody. Yeah, absolutely we are. <laughs> so first, before we get into that, we're going to talk about the holidays and chicken facts. Yeah, we love we love a chicken fact moment. Okay, here we go. So, did you know that chickens dream when they sleep? Oh. Chickens, like humans and other mammals, have REM, which is rapid eye movement, phase of sleeping, which signifies dreaming. However, they also have another sleep phase that humans lack called USWS, unihemispheric slow wave sleep. That's why well, I struggled with that one. That's quite a tongue twister. Uh, where one half of their brain is sleeping while the other half is awake. Chickens can literally sleep with one eye open and evolutionary adaptation that lets the watch for predators lets them watch for predators while they sleep that's so weird okay but like how wonderful yeah that is actually a really cool trait to have i think it's so crazy to me that like we as humans and even like dogs they can sleep we can sleep so soundly like i sleep like a freaking rock because i feel very safe and protected yeah. But chickens are always on guard because something is literally trying to eat them, including humans. So, what, yeah, I love that. What a good, I don't know, what a good, like, use of natural selection. Yeah, I've only ever seen the hens, like my flock, close their eyes every once in a while. Both eyes. Oh. So, yeah, there's that. There's cool. a chicken fact. We here in the Kirby household are considering another flock eight chickens after the eight members of wu-tang eight chickens after the eight members of the wu-tang clan because papa is really wants to have a whole flock of chickens named after the wu-tang also i love how he's like i hate these stupid things now he wants his own chickens absolutely he does we are becoming partially amish here we want more chickens for more eggs i did make more bread you baked bread, and this was freaking phenomenal bread. Very impressed with myself, actually. Yeah, this was really good. And I put my own homemade butter on it. You fools didn't. But I put my own homemade butter on that bread. What is it that you're doing? I had to get up and move my chair in, but I couldn't do it sitting down because it was loud. How are you going to get in? Climb under the desk? What? <laughs> <laughs> You should see yourself right now. I'm sure I look silly, <laughs> but I, I needed to scoot in. She got out of her chair quietly. <laughs> I can't. Scooted out her chair. Scooted it in tight enough where she really had to shimmy back into it. Okay, but now I feel way better. Okay, good. I just couldn't do it because, like, <laughs> it would have been too loud if I, like, tried to scoot it in and then. It, it was so funny. I loved I don't that. need it from you, okay? Okay, I loved that. Um, anyway, yes, your bread was really good. So now we are making our own butter. We've made some bread. By we, I mean you've made bread. I've made bread. You've made butter. And I collect the chicken eggs every day. Yep. So today for our breakfast, we had 
homemade bread and chicken eggs caught directly from the chicken's butt and that was it fresh yeah. fruit from a fresh farmer's market. fruit from a farmer's market and now we didn't grow it but they orange did. juice fresh squeeze from a local dairy basically they do a bunch of dairy things but they also do juices anyway um and then i'm gonna have papa build me a garden yeah can't wait for that all right you ready for the days mm-hmm. today wait i guess yeah october 8th today national fluffer netter day do you know what fluffer netter is um, I've heard of it. You can't have it. I didn't think so. You're not allowed. Fluffernutter is it's peanut butter and that marshmallow fluff. Oh, yeah. On, like, white bread. I have heard of that. Here for that, actually. Um, 10-9 is, um, what's Columbus Day? But as it, as it also were, it's also Native American Day, which is really ironic that it's also Columbus Day. That is quite interesting. But I actually really like that it's also National Kick Butt Day. So there's a couple. The ninth is a good day. I also finished my cow, by the way. Oh, my God. Yes. And, and it is so it's cute. It's so cute. And I'm really excited about it. So now I'm crocheting a turtle shell. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. 1010 is National Handbag Day. Cool. National Cake Decorating Day. Oh, there's a good one. Good twofer. 10-11 day <laughs> is uh, National Curves Day for the Curvy Thick Girls. Oh. Which I like. But also, it's also International Day of the Girl Child. What? I don't know. Does that mean something significant? Just a child who's a girl, I guess. Is your microphone on? Did you turn it on? Yeah, it's on. Okay, I was just making sure. Um, national, or sorry, 10-12 is National Farmer's Day. That's cute. Yeah, it's cute. I like to, I'd like to be a farmer. Uh, 10-13, which is also Friday the 13th. Oh my gosh, Avery, it is National No Bra Day. Oh, that's cool. Somewhere in October, it's Throw a Short Person Day. <laughs> really? It's a real thing. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Um... 1014, which is a big day in the Kirby household, because that is also Mickey's 10th birthday. Yep. Uh, it is I Love Yarn Day. I love yarn. I know. And National Dessert Day. What a day. Forget about Mickey. We're not going to celebrate his birthday. We're going to celebrate you that day. <laughs> Dessert and yarn. Oh, my God. October 21st is Throw a Sharp Person Day. Oh, my God. That's wonderful. What, Throw I anyone under five five with no repercussions. What? I would, I would love to see someone try. Yeah, I would love to see someone try to throw me. Short girl appreciation day is on December twenty first. Okay, that's our day. Yeah. So you throw us in October and then you appreciate us in December. You know what? Fine. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take it. So yeah, there's your days. That's Lovely. Good. Well, who are we talking about today? Because I actually don't really know his name. We're going to we're gonna talk, talk about Dak Shepard. About Dak Shepard, who is, listen, in terms of, like, celebrity crushes, I have such a big crush on Dak Shepard. Yeah. And you know what's so funny is the parallel, parallels between him and Papa. They're both tall. They both are gearheads. <laughs> <laughs> L-O freaking L. They both love 
um, like motorsports and stuff. They both are left-handed. They both are married to women that are famous and amazing singers. Oh. <laughs> Me and are Kristen you... Bell are basically the same person. I mean, you are the same as Kristen Bell. Yeah. Honestly. Um, so we're talking about Dak Shepard. He has a podcast called Armchair Expert. A Spotify exclusive. Yeah. Well, now he's on all platforms again, which is very oh. cool. Yeah. He Like, literally, this just happened, like, maybe two weeks ago. And we're talking about one of the guests he had, Jonathan Van Ness. Interesting. Is that all you need me to do? No, you're kind of taking the lead on this one. Oh, I am? you came up with this. Oh, and I don't know anything about it. You didn't really tell me that. So um, now I am sweating profusely because I'm nervous. Van Ness? Van Ness. Ew, I don't like how... Oh, I've seen him, I feel like. Yeah. He's got really long hair. Yeah, he's he owns some salons. So Jonathan Van Ness was on Armchair Expert. Um, so he is refer- He's commonly referred to by his initials, JVN. JVN. And he's an American hairstylist, podcast host, and television personality. Yeah, he was on Queer Eye. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, he was also on his web series parody of the Game of Thrones called The Gay of Thrones. Yeah. Um, and then he also hosts the Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. I can just do a whole bio on him, and then you can talk about your his controversy that he's in. Okay, that sounds good. Jonathan was born March twenty eighth, nineteen eighty seven, to parents Mary Winters and Jonathan Lyle Van Ness, and he was raised in Quincy, Illinois. Yeah, small cool. town. He said he comes from a family of journalists, being the sixth generation of his family-owned newspaper. That's kind of cool. Yeah. This refers to broadcast and newspaper conglomerate, Mm -hmm. Quincy Media, and the company's local flagship newspaper called the Herald Whig. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Van Ness's mother is the vice president of Quincy Media, and he is a descendant of the Oakley family, which has controlled the company since the 1890s. Mm-hmm. So, oh, wow. He has a lot of things yeah. going on. He does have a lot of All things. All right, we're jumping, we're jumping right into it. Okay, so what happened is this. Oh, no, I'm, I'm still oh, reading. You still are. I mean, okay. I, I, can't, I can. No. I, I can stop. No, I'd love to have you continue. I was just going to go into his background of okay. issues that he has. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, have you not heard about this? No. Okay. So when he was younger, he was sexually abused. Eek. By an older boy at church. Mm. Um, and he, like, was really into older men. Okay. Interesting. Online chat and socialize with older men. Um, he was openly gay throughout his life and experienced bullying for his femininity and natural flamboyance. He endured, quotes, years of judgment, ridicule, and trauma. Okay. Um, and he said, growing up, I definitely put on every nail polish, every heel, and every scarf. I definitely had my mom's knockoff Hermes scarves in my hair around my waist. Those were my skirts, and I loved it. But when I was really young, I had really femi shamey gender shamey reactions when i would dress like that when i play with those things i knew it needed to be behind closed doors 
Although always comfortable with his gender expression and sexuality, he says it took some time to navigate other people's reactions. In response to the bullying, he used humor as a coping mechanism and relied on a small group of close friends for support. Years later, in the 2010s, he realized he was non-gender conforming and started identifying as non-binary. He was the first male cheerleader at, at Quincy Senior High School and continued cheerleading in college at the University of Arizona. Oh, I didn't realize that he was a wild cat. Yeah. Okay. Um, he majored in political science. One month, his in his initial semester at college, he used up his monthly allowance on cocaine, and to too embarrassed to ask his parents for funds, he turned to sex work. His addictions to sex and drugs increased to also include methamphetamines. His grades fell and he lost he lost his cheerleading scholarship. He dropped out after one semester to pursue hairstyling. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is all making a lot of sense. This does make a lot of sense, this actually. This is all making a lot of sense. So that's a little background. Um, he had a book. He has two, I think. Yeah. Three. Three books. Over the Top. A Raw Journey to Self-Love in 2019. Um, He also released a picture book titled Peanut Goes for the Gold, which tells the story of a non-binary guinea pig named Peanut and their (laughs) adventures as a rhythmic gymnastics prodigy. Peanut is inspired by Van Ness's own childhood pet. Okay. I like that his name's Peanut. I do too. It's cute. Anyways... Okay. And he's also non-binary guinea pig. Right. All right. And then he also released a collection of essays in a book titled Love That Story, Observations from a Gorgeously Queer, queer Life. Okay. Interesting. There's um, a lot he of uses pieces. All in a pro- uh, he uses all pronouns interchangeably. Right. He is a he, him, she, her, they, them. Yep. That's not confusing. Nope. He works in – he has psoriasis. Him and Doc Shepard both talked about how they both have psoriasis. Yep. And he has HIV. Right. <laughs> okay. Wow. Just the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, my. Psoriasis and HIV. What a double whammy. Oh, that's too bad. And he has to work in Austin, Texas. What a – What a bummer. <laughs> what a bummer. <laughs> Not oh. Austin, Texas. See, I wish I felt bad for you for getting – HIV, but I don't. Something tells me that his HIV diagnosis was. Listen, it's a it's a mix. Shouldn't bag. be a surprise. It, yeah, it was. It, 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 pick your poison. Could have been any of, of the many things you've done in your life. And now you now you're gonna have AIDS. But listen, now you can live with it. According to all those commercials that they play all over the place. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. I mean, Magic Mike said HIV for how long? Oh, my, my Magic um, Johnson. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. He's the first one to have lived through it so far. Well, they just cured, I mean, not the first they one, cured but... a guy. Yeah. Because they he had to get like a stem cell or blood transfusion. He had to get yeah. blood transfusion and some people have a specific like antibody for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've read about and that. And I was like, why can't we figure out who has antibodies and Let's kill get them? Some blood. What? Oh, no, you don't have to kill them. No, no. You just take some of their blood. Yeah, and then it okay. reproduces. 
I feel like this is a scientific breakthrough that we haven't really gone much into. I feel like a little. There's a little. Listen, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to be. I don't want to be came for again. I know Scientology Church is going to come for us, but let's talk about how the government probably is standing in the way of that. I'm just saying, like, why aren't we doing something with this? Like, why do we want people to die of HIV? I feel like we shouldn't. Well, the big pharmaceutical companies, if you believe in those. Well, that's going to cost a lot of money. I know, but they're making a lot of money on the antiviral medication that people have to take. So if there's a cure for it that's a one-time cure versus someone having to take antivirals for the rest of their life, big pharma companies would rather you stay sick, in my opinion, sometimes. They're gaslighting us. Well, yes, sure, but... Sorry about the controversy. Sure, but I just feel like... It isn't really their decision because no, it's not. It's They're... somebody else. Like it's like not the pharmaceutical companies coming up with this. This is like real scientists. Well, yeah, but the pharmaceutical companies drugs. run such a big conglomerate that they are like, wait a minute, no, no, we don't want to fund. Don't fund any of that. This is collusion. You fund it is. It's collusion. I watched that show Painkiller, which we are making you watch. Okay, it's all about oxycontin and how it's very addictive. Cool. Anyway, now I put well, now I know I a lot more it. about JVN than I ever did. And you know what? I bet you're a better person to have. I like him less than I did, and that's saying a that's lot. Saying and a now lot. that I put lotion on my hands, I can't crochet because it's all slippery. Oh yeah, I was curious why you did that. But my hands are so dry; they've been really dry recently. I also burned myself on the oven today. It was really sad. Ouch. Owie. But really, now I cannot crochet; it just keeps slipping out of my hands. Okay, so do you want to talk about Doc Shepard really quick? Can I give you guys a little oh, backy? You want, yeah, you want to do the backy? I love him so much. Okay, yeah, you do the backy. So Doc Shepard um, has appeared in such films such as Without a Paddle, Idiocracy. Idiocracy was a... No, what's Without a Paddle? Oh, it's a movie with Seth Green and Matthew Lillard and Doc oh, Shepard. Cool. It's a cute movie, actually. Um, Idiocracy, which actually turned out to be very interesting because it was like a parody about the what the world was going to turn into if people were so ridiculous. And it's like coming true now. <laughs> so it's a little scary. Um, he is married to Kristen Bell, who is someone in Frozen, right? She's yeah. Anna. She's Anna in Anna. Fro- Anna. She's Anna in Frozen. Anna in Frozen. She also is the voice of Gossip Girl. Yeah. Love and Veronica Mars. And Veronica Mars. She's been in many, many things. She's like a triple threat. She's beautiful. <gasps> and Good Place. Oh, The Good Place. We love The Good Place. Oh, we love The Good Place. I actually um, want to watch that right now. Actually, same. I think I'm going to lay in bed and watch it all day. Maybe that's what I'm going to do while I get ready for work today. Love that. Um, he's also was on Punked, which was an Ashton Kutcher show okay. on MTV, and he was really funny on it. So currently what he does is he is – he has a podcast called Armchair Expert, and it's wonderful. I love it. Dak Shepard, it should also be – we should also make note that Dak Shepard himself also had a troubled childhood. Many, you know, step – his father was an alcoholic. He had many stepfathers, some abusive, not great. He was sexually abused as a child. Um, he also, as he grew up, went to UCLA – Graduated magna cum laude, which is a you big deal. You see how he graduated and didn't spend all his money on coke? Well, he did later on spend his money on coke. <laughs> oh, but at least he But he did graduate from UCLA with a bachelor's in anthropology, which is a big deal. 
What's anthropology? Like, is it? So anthropology is like the study of human, like, I guess it's kind of like the study of like human artifacts, like old human times. Uh, Some Papa is probably angry listening to this. She's gonna get ask him what anthropology is and put a clip of him speaking. Yeah, let's absolutely do that. Should we do that right now? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. We're going to let him do that part. Because I feel like he'll have a way better answer than either of us will. It's so. the study of human things. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's no. So okay, bad. we're going we're gonna to put a clip of him talking. Just give us one moment. Okay. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> okay, so we've come to you today to ask you what anthropology is. Anthropology is the study of humans throughout history. Thank you. And, and that's all we needed today. Okay. We appreciate it. Uh-huh. All right, and we're back. Okay. Um, thank you, Papa, for that. Yeah, um, thank you so much. L- literally, ladies, let's take a pause for a second. Get yourself a guy who is like Google. Yeah. It's very attractive to me that you can just ask him a question and he just knows the answer. I thought that was great. And also, did you see his little grin? He was like really happy. He was very happy <laughs> that we asked him a question. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So back back – to Dax. Mm-hmm. So he graduated from UCLA with his bachelor's in anthropology. Cool. He also did struggle with substance abuse issues. Um, he has been sober on and off pretty much, but after about 2005 is when he became sober. Good for him. He did talk on Armchair Expert in 2020 that he did have a relapse while in recovery, and he was very honest about that, which was very sweet. He does a ton of charity work. He's just an all-around great fucking guy. You know what I mean? He's just a great guy. So when someone comes for him... You're like, oh, no, not Dax. Hell no, not Dax. I love him too much. Do not play. So a couple days ago, there was... Oh, can I get into it now? Get into what? Into what we're talking about now that we've got background. Yeah, we've got background on both of them, so... So, a few days ago, JVN was a guest on Armchair Expert. It should be known that Dax Shepard is definitely left-leaning in a, in a major way. He used to be... De- left is democratic, Left right? is, de- yeah, democratic. Okay. So, he used to be a little more libertarian. I hate how we... Here's my, here's right, my beef. Say it. Oh, I also have an unreasonable hate that I want to talk about later. Okay. Okay. You should write them down on your phone. That's what I do. I should, but I... Anyways, it doesn't matter. I'm going to talk about it later. I have a lot of strong feelings about it. What were we talking about? Oh, I hate how it's like left and right, blue and red. Agreed. And Democrat. Just say one. It just, I, oh my Lord. Yeah. I can't ever get, I can't, I don't. You can't keep it straight. I can't keep it straight. You will when you get to the point where you're going to like. But I think it's just dumb, like left and right. I just don't care. It should be about the issues. It shouldn't be about Mm -hmm. which party you belong to. That's my opinion. Yeah. So a couple days ago, he was on the podcast, and he went on to talk about his new podcast. So JVN has all these things that he's doing, all these different things he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a new podcast coming out. I myself will not be listening to it, mostly because I can't honestly stand him. Yeah. Like, listening to him makes me crazy because he speaks really, really, really fast. He is all over the board, which is fine, but he just – it's too much for me. I can't follow so they got to talking somehow about transgender children's rights. And, and we're going to put that clip in right now. Okay. 
that's what we're gonna do so yes i'm gonna cut this out i just have to open my phone get allowed to like join groups i was really bullied for my gender expression as a little kid yeah and there's a lot of little kids who aren't going to go be olympic gold medalists they don't want to fucking go to the olympics they're not going to play most, in college most kids 90 99 of kids who want to play sports like aren't trying to go to the olympics right honestly i just i wanted to come like chat about my podcast like other yeah, shows yeah, like, we're, like, we're gonna do that we're gonna do that i did not intend at all to get into a debate with you about this i didn't want that at all i adore you i think you're hysterical and talented and i love that you're an activist i could just like cry because i'm like so tired of having to like fight for little kids yeah. because they just want to be included i wish that people were as passionate about little kids being able to like be included or grow up as they were about fictitious women's fairness in sports i have to tell you i am very tired and i'm really sorry but i would say it is an interesting schism within democrats right now because a centrist democrat i mean i once got canceled all right okay we're back so they got to talking about transgender rights, specifically with children, okay? So Doc Shepard said, I think to say that someone can't question without threatening to take someone's rights away to explore these things. Some people are very uncomfortable about teenagers transitioning. They're challenging that. How do we know that the person's not going to change their mind? Yeah. We're talking about children, okay? So... There are a lot of articles out right now that I am pissed about because I'm like, okay, so he can't just have an opinion. First of all, Dak Shepard gets to have an opinion about children. He has two himself. Mm-hmm. JVN has none. So to me, I'm like, why? Because he's married to a guy. And well, two guys can't have a child. Avery, that is, those are buzzwords you shouldn't be using. Men can absolutely have babies. No, they can't. Okay. <laughs> so... Here's what BuzzFeed is saying. The thing is... BuzzFeed is a twat. Is a what? (laughs) It's just a mess. (laughs) I thought you said BuzzFeed is a... I can't even say it. Wow. Okay. The thing is, the rhetoric that Dax used is rooted in anti-science and reeks of anti-trans rhetoric. There is a danger in covering trans rights as, quote, both sides issue, as it elevates the critical side to something above what it is, garbage. It's the same reason that I wouldn't say, quote, both sides, a discussion on, say, climate change or interracial marriage. Why are we, hold on, interracial marriage and transgender are just not on the same plane. Right? Okay. Because- you can't no that's not the same yeah we're not even talking about gay marriage like that's no, fine right we're talking about trans rights for children is what we're talking which about. which is so much different than interracial marriage and climate change yep climate change is based off of science sort of yeah so here's what i will tell you that i've noticed over the years especially being a 40 year old female Birth, birth giver birthing person birthing person Isn't being a 40 year old actually demeans you i identify as a birthing a former birthing person see now you can't birth anybody no i am barren now yeah so now i'm not a woman how about that <laughs> i transitioned from being a woman to a non-birther okay oh so here's what i think is crazy is when you it depends on the news article you read 
this article is saying, this is what pisses me off, is it's saying, oh, this was a very heated debate. No, it, it was wasn't. a very uh it was a very very strong argument where Jonathan Van Ness was crying. He was bawling. Yes, he started crying literally out of nowhere and then stopped crying. Well, this was that was also a cutting of the podcast. I think we did some oh. kind of cutting, not we, obviously. Yeah. Did it on there. My guess is it was a little more heated behind the scenes. But what I listened to, I listened to it twice. Okay. Because I really wanted to get the I full. listened to it like four Like I listened to like that, that excerpt like four times. Yep. So here's what's crazy to me is all these news articles are talking about how this is a heated debate. He is so tired of, of fighting for little kids. Meanwhile, this is a person who is a he, him, she, her, they, them at 40 something years old, 48, however, however old they are. You mean to tell me that you think a child can just choose and you're just totally you want us to also support. he's not trans he's not but he says he is he did say at one point that he identifies transgender he can't you can't Avery, yes he can no he can't and here's why that's just i mean here's the deal you be transgender or not that's fine but you can't just say like if you're trying to fight for transgender people you cannot just say that you're one of them right that's not how that works no you can support them and whatever but that actually makes me mad because it's like if you're going to be transgender, then you can be. But if you're non-binary, you're not transgender. So this says, in the debate, he talks about trans rights. And Jonathan, who is a who is non-binary and uses any pronouns, any pronouns, just any, whatever you feel like, I guess, to, for that day. So he literally said, one day I feel like a woman is one day I don't. Yeah. So Dak Shepard did a very good job of being very apologetic which i think was very nice but not necessary mm-hmm. and he also did a really good job of saying hey look i didn't want this to happen i adore you but also i feel like i should be able to say what i think yeah. as he should and not being called transphobic or anti-trans or whatever everybody's transphobic everybody is transphobic if they say something against transgender rights and my thing is this if you're 18 years old go do what you got to do I love, here's what Live I Live your authentic life, but don't ever, ever. If Mickey came up to me at nine years old and said, mom, I think I'm a girl, we're going to go to therapy and we're going to have some serious conversations. That's where it's, that's where it's a problem for me. Is I'm like, I'm not saying that there are kids that aren't gender confused. There are kids that are gender confused and are gender dysphoric, dysphoric. right? But yeah. that doesn't change the fact that I am the mother. I grew my children in my own body. They were violently ripped from my loins. I get to help them make these decisions. Not Jonathan Van Ness, who is vulgar, to say the very least. Like, I have a bad mouth. My own father gets pissed at me for some of the things I say. He is vulgar. Some of the things he's talking about is absolutely despicable and gross. And now hearing about his background of like having some very long-term inappropriate relationships with older men. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. That checks out. Doesn't mean that it has to be that way, but obviously he struggled with It's not an whole, excuse. It's not at all, but it's it not an a, excuse. It obviously and he's impacted the reason that life. people say that gay people are creepy. He's the reason. He is because he is creepy. He is like 
not all gay people are pedophiles. No. A lot of straight people are pedophiles. Absolutely. But he is almost singly, single-handed responsible for this movement of gay and trans people are creepy. Totally. Because it's – okay, what do you think as a 16-year-old? Do you feel like he's creepy? Yeah. Would you trust him in the room with my son? No. No. I would not. I wouldn't. But there are, are like, drag queens I would hang out with. Yeah. My thing is this. Perfect example. Someone like Laverne Cox, who you might not know who that is. She's a transgender female. Mm-hmm. I've never known Laverne Cox. She's an uh, actress. I've never known Laverne Cox as anything but a female. Laverne Cox started out her life as a man. I... You don't hear much from Laverne Cox. You don't hear much from Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner is a little different. You don't hear much. But Caitlyn Jenner also is someone that is saying, hey, kids, you do not have the cognitive ability to trans transition as a child. You just don't. Caitlyn didn't trans- transition until she was like 30. No, 50, 60 years old. Really? Caitlyn yeah, had see, grandchildren like, when she transitioned. Like, and was obviously very embarrassed and like – yeah. This is not a choice for me. Like, this is just yeah. how I feel. And that is, like, it's kind of sad as it is. Like, it shouldn't be, like, a shameful thing. No. But, like, that's how it should be. Not because, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I just feel really sad. There are a lot of stories out there of parents going, yep, I have my daughter on hormone blocker so she doesn't get a period because my daughter feels like a male and we are transitioning. That's ridiculous. And anyone that says that, to me, I I find that to be a bit of a, an abuse mechanism. And I'm really confused because all of these, like, leftist people that are saying, oh, the education system is so flawed. You expect a 17, 18-year-old to figure out what they want to do for the rest of their lives. And then they do this. Right. I'm like, that's yes. actually wild. Yeah. You expect to throw an 18-year-old into a college environment and have them be successful. This is crazy. The education system is flawed. We shouldn't be giving this Which is lo- correct. Agreed. But, and they're talking about how we shouldn't be giving children student loans and getting them into major debt when they're 18 years old. I agree. Yes. Now, by the way, student loan debt is a lot easier to deal with and get out of if you are then it is if you transition mm-hmm. if you trying to detransition first of all you are likely sterilized after having gone through transitioning yep which is very sad because as a 16 as anyone under the age of 18 listen you are not even fully developed until you're 24 26 years old your brain is not fully developed to make decisions I made some dumb shit decisions when I was a kid. Luckily, I'm good and I'm ha- happy and I'm healthy. But there are some things I look back on and I'm like, well, that was stupid. I could have died. So I just feel like you're giving these – you're you're trying to support and champion for kids who cannot make their own decisions. They can't vote. They can't drive. You know why kids can't drink alcohol? Because alcohol impairs your brain. So you're telling me that you're totally okay with a kid who you don't let them drink or vote or drive. It's crazy. And they always are like saying, you had something to say and I can't remember. I just, another reason why people contradict themselves, but I can't, can't remember what I was going to say. It doesn't matter. So the other piece of that puzzle 
that JVN talked about was making a comment about, I'm going to read it even though they're going to say it because I want okay. to talk about it. I could cry just because, or I could just cry because I'm so tired of having to fight for little kids because they just want to be included. I wish that people were as passionate about little kids being able to be included or grow up as they were about fictitious women's fairness in sports. I have to tell you, I am very tired. You're not a woman. You aren't a woman. And so you don't get to comment on matters of a woman and how we feel about biological boys. Fictitious means imaginary. Right. I'm confused by that. Because people keep saying that it's that no one cared about women's sports until transgender females were trying to play. No, actually women cared about women's sports. Women cared about women's sports. (laughs) So it's actually hilarious. It is. I'm like, we did care. We do care. I hate the thought of someone. I just talked to, and I won't ever reveal who it is, but I just talked to someone who told me that their college professor is saying, or in one of their college classes, they're saying, hey, don't use exclusionary language. Don't call a mother a mother. Like that, that's just, that's implicating that only women can be mothers. You need to call them, you know, a birthing person. You're just taking, that's just taking away from women even more. Like, like we don't, we have obviously fought for rights and now yes. they are t- being actively taken away by men that want to be women. Your gra- exactly, Avery. Your grandmothers fought for it. Listen, I consider myself to be pretty damn successful. I'm not successful because I have boobs. I'm successful because I've really worked really hard. And to me, I'm sitting here going, I don't think that I have been misfortuned or mistreated as being a woman in my career anyway. Have there been isolated incidents? Absolutely. And you know, my my thing that I say to anyone, man or woman, that's trying to demean what I do, okay, well, you can piss right off because I got to where I am because I worked really hard. It pisses me off that anyone would ever think to the contrary of that. Women have fought for women's rights and women's rights in voting, in the workplace, in the home, in anything that they in school anything that they wanted to do for so long this is starting to unravel yeah like we're just literally women didn't have the right to vote prior to 1920 right women's suffrage movement literally yeah so we're we are going to spiral down to a point where women are going to be men yeah. Think <laughs> like, about if LeBron James – let's think about LeBron James for one second. What if LeBron James retires from the NBA, illustrious career, and then says, do you know what? I think I'm going to be a woman, and I'm going to join the WNBA. LeBron James is going to put stats up and take – I mean, LeBron James is the best basketball player of our of our current time not best of all time but currently who is playing he's one of the best who's playing people are going to be upset by you saying that well he's not the best michael jordan's the goat i would say kobe bryant is close second lebron james he's great he's really great he's a baby little bitch but he's great (laughs) but you can't tell me for one second that that would be fair it wouldn't be yeah like just because Someone may not be LeBron James. It doesn't matter. 
Right. Like, I would love to be like, oh, yeah, women are just as strong as men. But unfortunately, it's just not how it works. Correct. Listen, I there are things that women can do that men can't. And I don't want you to take that away from me. Guess what I can do? I can grow a child. You and can't I, grow a child. Well, I can't any no longer. I can no longer grow a child. But I could, in the not-so-distant past, grow a child. Not only could I grow a child, my body grew its own organ. It grew a new organ. Your placenta is an organ. It grows this organ for you to be able to house this human in your body. It's some alien shit. And then you double your blood volume. Now you've got all this blood and now you're holding a human and that human is in your body. And then guess what happens? Your body goes, time to get this baby out. And your body can push a baby out. Yeah. It's shocking. Now my body couldn't push a baby out, but I was able to be cut open hip to hip and survived. And not only did I survive, now there's a new human here that I have to now feed like a cow. So my body is producing this baby's food. Which also is, maybe let's learn a little bit more about women before we start trying to define what women is. You know, scientists actually don't know how lactation happens. That's insane to me. It's fascinating. How? How does one... And by the way, just so you know, that milk that's also coming out of your body is an has incredible healing properties you could if your child has psoriasis or eczema you could put that on their body you know what i'm gonna what give some we- to jonathan bennett you, sh- breast you milk. should i have some in my refrigerator from one of my friends who's a breastfeeder because it's really good you can make it into a paste and you can use it literally on your body so all of those and the things- reason why we have it is because she was drinking while she made <laughs> yes. it yes so Keep pump and dump baby Yep. So my thing is this. You're sitting here trying to compare yourself to a woman. You aren't a woman. You, you can't do that. You're welcome to transition and, and you're welcome to call welcome yourself to play, a woman if you're you You're welcome want. to play pretend. Yes, but you're not going to take But just because you're pretending does not mean that it's real. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fictitious. That is fictitious. That shit is Avery, fictitious. we're going to get canceled. I don't think that's necessary. Come for me. Go ahead. I'm going to always stand and champion for Oh, sorry. That was probably really loud. And then you kept doing it. I know, but I had to move it back closer (laughs) to me. I knocked it away. Yeah. Anyway, that – I feel very strongly about this. And I also feel very strongly about a man or a woman having anything to say about children that that they themselves do not have children. Just don't say anything. Actually drives me nuts. Shut the hell up. You don't get to comment on it. You just don't. Just like, I don't know what it's like to be a they, them. Yeah. Or And I don't know what it's like to be, I don't know what it's like to be gender confused. I love being a woman. Yeah. I love it. I also can find women attractive, like just in general. Like I think my friends are so beautiful. Yeah. And like, I'm like, look at you and your your body. You look great. Or look how beautiful you are or your outfit. But to me, I'm like, I don't understand what it's like to be gay or lesbian. I don't know what it's like to be made fun of for that or to not be accepted for that. I, That is me saying, like, I want you as an adult or as a child. If you're a lesbian or a gay child, like, I feel for you. Yeah. And I know that you probably need a lot of help. And I hope that they get the help that they're looking for. That's where I draw the line. When you start talking about changing genders – that child needs some deep therapy. 
Yeah. <sighs> Leave Dak Shepard alone. He did he did a good job. Yeah. I truly hope he does not come out and apologize any further for what he did. He already said, hey, I'm sorry for – oh, man, I feel bad. I made you feel like this. I just think that people need to just back up. Yeah. Yep. Well, so that's how I feel about that. Um, you know, this BuzzFeed article says, to be clear, gender-affirming care is backed by years of research in every major medical association. Interesting. That doesn't change the fact. This is the other thing that Dak Shepard said that people got mad. I'm going to say a bad word. You ready? Mm-hmm. Dak Shed said, then there's another counter argument. Well, if they kill themselves, that's fucking permanent. That's what he said. Suicide rates are alarmingly high for trans and non-binary young people. Okay. Yeah. There are a lot. It's a very sad. So suicide in and of itself, when people say it's a selfish act, I don't agree. It is a desperate act where in your mind, your mind is telling you that you are better off dead. Yeah. The people in your life don't care. The people in your life don't won't miss you when you're gone. They'll be better off without you. It's horribly sad. That's I don't believe that transgender and non-binary and people in that community are killing themselves at alarming rates because they're not accepted. I believe that they're killing themselves at alarmingly high rates because they have a mental deficiency. Yeah. So they need help. This is a very heavy topic, my friend. Yeah. Can so I-, I guess my advice to you as a mother is to just be who you are. Mm-hmm. If you feel this way, you're allowed to say it and you're not a bigot and you're not anti-trans and you're not anti-all the things. Yeah. And then he said, I have to say, I feel like I'm talking to my dad. He told that to Doc Shepard. Well, I feel like it was a really big overreaction. It was a bit. It's exactly what it was. It was a big overreaction. Yeah. He did. He was very kind and sweet. No, I didn't listen to the whole episode. So I don't know how this topic came about. But from what I've heard, it seems like a gigantic overreaction. It was weird how it came about. It just happened. They yeah, weren't even I think going that into it as Jonathan a had topic. a intent to talk about this on Dax's podcast. Yeah, and I think that he here's me just going into assumptions, but allegedly. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think that he had the every intention to talk about this and then make himself look like a victim. Yeah. Because that seems like the personality that he has. He is the victim and you can't tell him otherwise. Well, I agree. And you know what's crazy is in this same BuzzFeed article, it's just absolutely ridiculous. The problem is, this person who wrote this, the problem is that, quote, just asking questions can be used as a rhetorical device to push an anti-trans agenda. People have asked questions over and over again 
over trans and non-binary care? And there's a very clear answer. It reminds me of the people who claim that they're just asking questions about the COVID-19 vaccine, which has also been shown to be safe. As JVN puts in a later later in the episode. If that's to be safe, then tell me why a bunch of 50-year-olds are dying of heart attacks and strokes right now. You said it. There isn't a legitimate questioning going on. There is a public targeted onslaught towards queer people. Maybe people are just trying to learn more about it. Maybe that's what's happening. Yeah. You know what? Maybe it's just your personality. Maybe it's just your personality. Maybe that's why people don't like you. People just don't like because your personality. Maybe it's not because you're gay. Maybe it's just your personality. You genuinely suck. You actually are a really bad person. Yeah. Yeah. So then Dax also said, do I wish that the trans woman athlete had access and could play and follow her dreams? I do. Will I elevate her rights over women? We're pretending that women aren't the ultimate marginalized class throughout history. Hell yeah, Dax. That shit right there is what got me. What are we? He's saying we're just pretending that women aren't. We were the marginalized class. We absolutely were. Back from the beginning of time. And here's what I have to say. I just here here's what I have to say. It is we're not we're not trashing him because he's gay and that's not what's happening right of now. Of course not. No. We are frustrated because of the way that he is using his platform to spew misinformation and create problems so that it looks like he is the victim. Right. And then coming online and trying to cancel all of these people. That is the problem that we're having. Yep. We're not having – the problem that we're having is not because he's gay. No, not at all. So Dax also said, people have written, quote, cervix haver. And she goes, no, no, no. There's a name for us. You can't steal my identity to help your cause. You can't take away the defining characteristic that allows me to relate to all these other women that have been oppressed. Like – that's I don't not have a cervix haver. That's not fair. I'm not a cervix haver anymore. I don't have one. You can't just take away. You can't just take away the term women. Nope. You can't do that. You can't just take a ter- take away the term women because that's not fair. No, you can't. And in talking about this, it's like think about this. Caitlyn Jenner won Woman of the Year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and Caitlyn Jenner, honestly, I got to be honest, Caitlyn Jenner does a pretty dang good job of championing, champion, being a champion for women in sports and not chant, not transgender women in sports. Caitlyn Jenner says, listen, it is not, it is not fair. No, thank you. So in 2015, Caitlyn Jenner received, I think it was 2015, Caitlyn Jenner received Woman of the Year award. I believe that that is a little bit, not a little bit, that is a lot bullshit. And here's why. Men will never understand, and I don't want to sound like an ultimate feminist, but it's true. Men will never understand what it's like to be a fourth grader and all of a sudden you're growing boobs and you're like, these things are weird. Yeah. This is weird. I don't like it. And then all of a sudden, you know, in whatever age, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, starting your period and going, oh, I don't like this. This is weird. Can I swim? Can I, what, am I going to die? Like, is this, like, when is this? And then, and then by the way, that period just coming whenever it wants. And then feeling like your absolute insides are falling out of your body. 
And then going later on going, oh my God, you mean I have to grow a child and push it out? All these things that real women have had to deal with. And I think they're a blessing. My body created, was able to hold and, and safely produce these children, which is wonderful. But you don't, I don't think you get to call yourself a woman of any year if you haven't gone through anything like that. Yeah. I think, I think that's crap. I just think it's so funny how it's mostly the gay men. It's mostly the gay men that are married to other gay men that come out and say all this. Yeah. The lesbian couples that I've seen, there's one that I actually really like and I follow their journey of renovating their house. Mm Mm-hmm. They're pregnant right now because it was like they got a sperm donor. Mm -hmm. And not once have they ever said anything about trans rights. It is the gay men. It does happen a lot. You're right. It is like even even Rachel Ballinger, who I love. I mean, I don't agree with everything that she says. Yeah. But she is so, so, so left-leaning. Yeah. And has never said anything. She's talked about trans people and she said, you can't force kids to do anything. You can't. You just can't. And you can't. That is just – and she has talked about like, yes, trans rights, but not for kids. As a mother, my – my And she's not kids. Yeah. She's and, like, and I can't say, anything, can't say anything because I don't have kids. Yep. It is so many men, which is hilarious because they can't have children. Once again, a man commenting on what <laughs> – like what a woman can yeah. and cannot like, be you guys stop trying to take our womanhood away just sit why don't you sit the f- down yeah and be a man why don't you why don't you sit down <laughs> just sit down do your thing and by the way i love a manly man i really do i realize it in a lot of ways i have broken through gender stereotypes with some things okay i think a little bit more like a man sometimes but my favorite thing is that that tattooed pirate husband of mine out there he mows the lawn he digs out the the poor little defenseless, lifeless animals that have lost their lives in our pool. He grills the food. He does that stuff. I Could I do it? Sure. Do I want to? Hell no, I don't. Yeah. There is nothing wrong. But then do we both go to work every day and work and provide for our family? Yeah, we do. So does he also cook sometimes? Do you cook sometimes? Like yep. It- yeah, we both we share those roles, but I'll tell you what he can't do. He can't birth a child. No, and when you can't. guys are sick, who do you t- typically go to? The nur- Surely not him. Sure, yeah, the, nothing wrong with it. You go to the nurturing mother. Yeah. And he does step into that role. Sometimes he definitely does. He'll be the first to go, hey, sissy's uh, breathing isn't great right now. Let's, you know. Why don't keep- you go handle that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's which is okay. Which is okay. I just, you guys want to go, moms are usually the nurturing, loving, I want to be that person for you. He is the hunter, the gatherer, the protector, which I love. So I just think that there's, that's okay to have those roles. And we, by the way, we need men. Yeah. To procreate and keep us, keep this planet going. We, I sleep on the far side of the bed so that if an intruder comes in, they get him first. (laughs) Good luck. If we hear something go bump in the night, I don't run out there with my gun. No. I have him do it. I tell you guys, kids, go hide in the bathroom. (laughs) Let him go handle it. I just feel like that's – there's. it's okay to have that. It's okay to feel that sense of protection from a man. Yeah. 
men are becoming sissy ass baby ass bitches there's a song (laughs) called all these all these men that are in their soft girl era need to tighten the f up a hundred percent is i'm gonna make you listen to it because it's actually so funny okay yeah please and like i love a man who can emote i love the emotion yes like and we're not saying that you can't be an emotional we are saying that you can't replace women with men correct just another thing that men do better than women (laughs) being women yes (laughs) and you know what women hate women and men hate women and that is the thing that we have in common that's exactly right because women do hate women it's sad and it's a very silly thing it's actually wild it's actually wacky and you know what and all these men have mothers all these men have mothers Avery, I'm tired. I am tired. <laughs> I'm so I could just cry right now because I'm so I'm tired. So tired of standing up for women. I'm so tired of it. Oh my god. Just another thing. Just back up. Then get back in the kitchen. Yeah. Go. Do the kitchen stuff. Shit. You know what? Grow a baby. Grow a baby. I challenge you. Push it out your penis. <laughs> Could you imagine? Some fool ass said to me one time, oh, yeah, I heard that, like, having uh, kidney stones for men is like having a baby. Actually, what the hell? I don't think that's true. I'm like, no way. Nope. No, 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 no. Nope. So. And I – it is. It's really sad to me that, like, any man should ever feel – demeaned or sad because they want to be a female like you should want to be a female because we're awesome yeah because it's actually pretty freaking cool it's actually pretty freaking cool but also just i need you to stop acting like you know anything about being a woman because you don't because you you're not because you're not that's see i think part part of 1920s you have the right to vote no yeah they did yeah so then you're not a woman a right so yeah, there's there's the things that that I feel. Um, I love Dak Shepard. I'm here in support of him. His podcast is wonderful. God, I would love to meet him. I would probably <coughs> pass out just so you know. <laughs> I would pass out. I would be like, oh my god, he is wonderful, and he's so funny. Yeah. Every once in a while, I mean, keep it in your pants, mom. Just no, I can't. He has a term that he likes to say, and it made me laugh when I introduced Papa to it. Um, it's called fat naturals. What? <laughs> it's oh, when like women have natchies. big, big boobs, fat natchies. Oh <laughs> and that's one of my favorite podcasts. And that's how I got Papa to listen to it. I was like, listen to this guy. It's actually so funny. Well, in the span of this podcast, I've now made three turtles. Ow. I just hit my toe so hard. Your hurt toe? Yeah, my hurt toe. It's okay. I made three turtle shells, so I think this is about where you got to wrap it. Here. Yeah. There was my I, – sorry, I had to rant a little bit. No, that's okay. I'm canceling JVN. We're canceling JVN. <laughs> we're canceling him. Sorry. We're reverse canceling Dak Shepard, and we're canceling JVN. Yeah, we're pulling back the cancellation on Dak Yeah, because he doesn't deserve that. No. No, he don't. No, he don't. Dax Randall Shepard. Dax. <laughs> Okay. DRS. He's also 6'2". Wow. We love a tall guy. <laughs> wow. Well. Incredibly heated discussion. I hope you guys go listen. Yeah. Go listen to it. What episode number is it? Do you know? I could tell you. 
He's an armchair expert. He has a really good, like, music. I don't I know. do like his music. Let's see. It is episode... It doesn't say. Okay. It's just Jonathan Van Ness. He titles his episodes... It and, was six days yeah. ago. Yeah, he titles them just the name. Oh, episode 642. Okay, that's what I wanted. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next week I will have results of my market that I will be happy to share with you. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for that. Um, yeah. Anyways. Okay, I guess that's all. That's it. I will not apologize if you're mad at me about this podcast. If you're mad about what I said, you can just go piss off and write it in your journal. Yeah, you can tell somebody else. Who cares? You know what? Actually, leave a comment because if you comment and watch everything that you do, (laughs) guess what? You're still a fan. That's right. You're still a fan. Joke's on you. We're laughing all the way to the bank. Even if you hate me. And by all the way to the bank, I just mean. I mean back back to our couch, but that's okay. It's a thought. It's it's the principle. You wait, you were gonna tell me something that makes you irritated. Oh, here's my unreasonable dislike. Yeah, what is um, it? Can okay. we end every episode with that? Sure. Just one. Yeah, just one. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so recently I have figured out well, it's not I feel like it wasn't recently, but I've just come to the conclusion of this is something I don't like. Okay. So if somebody because I actually really like the look of two nose rings. Okay. Like, maybe not for myself, but I like it on other people. Like, I think it's cute on certain people. Here's what I hate when they do. I hate that if you get a stud, it's really big. Mm -hmm. And I hate if you have a ring and a stud. Like, if you have a ring on one side and a stud on the other side, it grosses me out. Oh. Have two studs. Like, my friend Belle Uh had two studs, super cute. And then she put two rings in it, and it was super cute. Yeah, but one and the one and one is not. No, it's not. It doesn't work for me, especially if the stud is too big. I also hate lip rings oh i also don't like lip rings i actually don't mind them on the side but the ones like the stud right in the middle i don't like any of them they kind of mess me up there's this yeah. guy named caleb finn who i used to be in love with yeah back in like 2018 mm-hmm. back in the way back back in the way back that was like five years ago i know but he got famous for just like being him mm-hmm. and he has a lip ring and i think it's really cute on him but anybody else I see with a lip ring, I'm like, wow, your mother doesn't love you. Yeah, you've got mother issues. <laughs> you've got mommy and daddy <laughs> issues. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, that's my unre- – like, I just – I don't – like, get your nose pierced, but don't have a huge stud and don't have a stud in the ring. Yeah, okay. You know, I have seen, though, people get nose piercings, like, way up far up here. I know. The nose like is weird. Hurt. It feels like a bone, but it's not so soft. No, not up here, like, up where the so- where it's still, like, soft. Oh, okay. Where the- it's still a little fatty. Yeah. Okay. I feel like a bridge piercing would hurt really bad. Ooh. Like right here. Or a rhino piercing right there. Like through the tip Ew. of your nose. Why? People get it. And Ooh. I think it's really ugly. Ooh. No. Nope. It doesn't look like it feels good. My nose is tingling after all of these things. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to know my unreasonable dislike? Yeah. I hate Oakley prescription Oakley glasses. Oh. Not the sunglasses. You yeah. Do your thing. But in the span of about three hours, I saw two dads at hockey. One had prescription Oakley. So they have like a fat side. Yeah. And they're white. I've seen that. Ugly. Terrible. T- do, do not wear those. Don't. Did your wife let you walk out the house they like look that? Like, they look like like work glasses. Like you're trying to cover your eyes yeah, from like stupid. shards of shrapnel coming from your drill or whatever. And then in the same thing, 
I hate when men wear glasses that are like kind of like how my glasses, my regular ones are. Like the thicker ones. Oh, yeah. But like white. I hate when they wear white, like a light color. Like yeah. just – you're too feminine for me. No. Yeah. But the Oakley ones really piss me off. Every time I see them, I'm like, I can't. Oh, did you just leave your workstation like where you were I can't believe your wife wood? let you leave the house like that. Yeah, honestly. I would never. You look like you're wearing like work working goggles. Yeah, you look stupid. You look dumb, stupid, and dumb. Yep. Usually that's coupled with a really terrible outfit too. They're probably super nice people. I probably look at their lawn every Sunday and like, wow, that's really nicely about lawn. Hey, Jim, your lawn looks really good. So are those new glasses. I got to get me some of those. Yeah. Right. I do like New Balances. I would wear a pair. I have a couple of them. I like them. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to end it here. All right. It's been really great. It has been really great. Really good chat, Talking Sissy. for like an hour. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.